everyone, it's Gwen, Carr, and Ode from Three Pagans and a Cat, and we are here at Pagan Fires, and we have with us right now Astrea Taylor, and she taught a class yesterday on intuitive witchcraft. Which unfortunately, we missed. We missed. We're not here yet. So we're I know. Ask her to talk a little bit about this. On yes, the podcast, we are. Because so, yeah, so that we know. Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> what the well, heck happened? I, I actually follow Estrella on her blog post because mm-hmm. she blogs for Patheos, and she is really, really great. She's got great content. And is a really interesting witch, Astrea. We'd like for you to just tell us a little bit about yourself, please. Okay, yeah, sure. So I uh, live in Southwest Ohio. I have two cats. <laughs> <laughs> I call myself an intuitive witch because I really resonate with that term. Technically, I guess you could call me an eclectic, but I never resonated with that. Just wanted to redefine it and modernize it mm-hmm. and take us into the 20th century, finally. <laughs> Were you the person who wrote the blog post about eclectic witch versus intuitive witch and yeah. why it might be better to be uh-huh. an intuitive witch in the 21st century? Yeah, so my whole so. thing was um, eclectic just seemed like an outsider term. Mm-hmm. It seemed like something an anthropologist might say about someone else's practices. Mm-hmm. I've since heard from an anthropologist that that's not what they would say. <laughs> <laughs> It just seems like it doesn't really say why we do things or how we decide how to do things. And for me, that came back to intuition. And that's what is the cohesion of my spirituality. And that's what kind of just makes everything make sense. Mm -hmm. I follow my intuition, you know, whether I cast a circle, work with any deities at the time, whether I work with any spirits at the time, and which ones. Really, it all comes down to what do you feel in this moment will help you the best, and that's that's what to do. And I don't feel like I've invented this or anything by any means. I think people have been doing this for millennia. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you're just you're just sort of giving uh, a name to it. Yeah, describing yeah. describing it. Yes, yeah. and with my Mercury and Virgo in the twelfth house power, <laughs> I am able to help people organize how to set it up within themselves, how to empower their intuition how to feel energy and how to recognize the different types of energy and then build a a basic system of magic based on a formula that is really easy to just fill in the blanks like this is how I'm feeling about this this is how I want to feel about this Mm -hmm. and what you have on hands that's very cool okay since I'm astrology stupid and we actually had uh, Evo Dominguez try to explain astrology to us and we we still haven't figured it out (laughs) I I don't want to say Evo failed we failed failed. to understand So it's explain math, it's what hard. you were saying about, you know. Okay, so Mercury is the planet of uh, communication, amongst other things. And Virgo is the planet of analytical thinking and work. And the 12th house is the house of the hidden, the secrets, the occult, the mysteries. So put it all together, and I can really talk about some <laughs> weird stuff okay. in a way that makes sense to people. Very cool, very Perfect. cool. Now, how long have you been practicing the craft? Is it like um, a how, did you, how did you come thing? into it? Did you, did you grow up in the craft? It? Did you That's discover it later in life? Great question. So I always knew that I was like goddess worship ever since I went to church and I was this cheeky little five-year-old when everyone else was saying, Amen. I would say, Oh, woman. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And I was like, I'm going to worship the feminine parts of the goddess. You guys got the male ones covered. So that was where I started. And I knew I was a pagan when I first read my first Greek mythology book. And I just felt this burning sensation, like, take over me. It started my heart and just extend all the way out all over my body and just, like, tingles. And I was 
just in embers, you know. And so that's how I knew. And I was a very spooky little child. <laughs> I had outside so experiences. Yeah. But like I did little weird things and you know, with the intention and things happened and I was like, Whoa and I had out of body experiences as a child and I was like, What the heck is this? There is way more to life than meets the eye. So I kind of feel like I was uh, in a way predestined toward this path and I've accepted it. And I've never really studied a traditional path. So when you say the craft, it's a very loosely applied term in mm -hmm, my case. Mm -hmm. You know, I have gone to like pagan spirit gathering since I was a teenager. That's uh, predominantly Wicca based, but they have a lot of other practices. But I I'm really informed by a lot of different traditions mm -hmm. and other religions and spiritualities. Yep, I so the, the intuitive witchcraft that you're talking about is very much your preaching what you practice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. The way that I say it is, like, I'm just this weirdo who does weird things, and for some reason people like to hear about it. But I think we're all a little bit weird. Mm -hmm. We all do a little bit of weird things. And mm -hmm. I really want to empower people to do those weird, witchy little things and to follow their intuition and give them permission. Not that they need it from me, but let themselves give themselves permission. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think sometimes that is something that people, especially if they're coming out of another religion, they, they feel like they need permission to move forward. Yeah. They need an authority they figure need an authority to tell authority them that figure. this is acceptable. Exactly. So it sounds like... So congratulations, like, you're becoming an authority figure. Exactly. <laughs> Whether you want to or not. Well, I'm like, when I started out in witchcraft, I was an eclectic, and I still am yeah. an eclectic witch. And I really liked the blog post mm -hmm. that nice. you that you wrote about that because it, it is intuitive. It's mm -hmm. not just, you know, I'm just picking pieces, parts. I'm intuiting what works best You're for integrating. me. I'm integrating yeah. what works and following my intuition to create mm -hmm. my path and my craft. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people misunderstand that. Yeah. There are a lot of assumptions mm -hmm. that we are just fake, just mm -hmm. picking names out of a hat, deities, mm -hmm. <laughs> that... Uh, we are dangerous to people. I've heard that as well. Mm -hmm. And that's, it, it, it makes me really concerned that people are so scared of intuition and mm -hmm. they, they want to be the authority figures mm -hmm. and they want to say what is right and what's wrong. And they want to say, that's not verified gnosis. That's mm -hmm. unverified personal gnosis. How dare you talk to a deity? Yeah, there are <laughs> definitely some, some parts of paganism where UPG is verboten. Yes. Um, is essentially a curse word. A curse word. It's yeah. forbidden for a lot of people. I think that's BS. I agree. Yeah, well, we agree. Yeah. Absolutely <laughs> agree. Now, you have a book coming out. Oh, yeah. That is about all of this. It's about, it, and it's called Intuitive Witchcraft? Yes, it is. And it's going to be put out by Llewellyn in April of 2020. So it'll be in Aries. That was nice. another astrology <laughs> So is your next book going to be about astrology? <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah, make it more accessible to people uh -huh. like us who are astrology stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Devin does a good job of that in, uh, I think, The Witch's Book of Power. So I'll recommend oh, that one. I do have Devin that book. Hunter. I just haven't read it yet. So it's a good I have one. to look into it. But yeah, the Intuitive Witchcraft book, it's going gonna, it's gonna to cover some basic concepts. There are no rules in this. I really wanted to have it be freeform, but there are tenets. So the first tenet is you are intuitive, whether you believe it or not, mm -hmm. whether it's buried under layers of social conditioning mm -hmm. or not, whether you can access, access it or not right now. The second is everything is made of energy, including yourself. And at different energetic states, you are different. You're a different person when you're sad than when you're happy. 
And so realizing that that changes within you and around the world around you means you can access your intuition to kind of feel how you feel and how the world feels and how that is resonating or not. Mm-hmm. And the third is you're magical. You have the ability to change that energy, to change the energy around you. And so the formula that I mentioned earlier, it basically has like these fill in the blanks of, you know, you combine your intention or your I statements, your goals, what you want to see happen externally. You combine that with correspondences. Mm-hmm. So this is another intuitive witchcraft hack, you know, oh, Annis makes me feel this way. It makes, and according to the table of correspondences, it's supposed to make me feel this way. So mm-hmm. really feeling how you feel and then uh, raising energy in some intuitive manner, and then some kind of intuitive magical action. And that's, to me, what effective ritual and practice, magical practices, are all about. Mm -hmm. That's very good. And now this is mostly geared towards solitaries, would you say? Or are there Um, groups that would work in this way? So it's my opinion that uh, solitaries would benefit from this a lot. Mm -hmm. And there are some advanced sections in the book that are really good for that as well. But... I believe that people are already using intuitive witchcrafts in covens and circles, you know, mm-hmm. never, who've never heard of me. They're like, oh, for some reason, I feel like I need to call in Hagate for this ritual. So I'm going to call in Hagate. It, that happens. And um, that's a part of intuitive witchcraft that can be used in covens and circles. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. And that can be in a traditional circle or an eclectic one mm-hmm. as well. And I think you can use it, even if you are in a traditional path, you can have your own intuitive personal path as well. Right. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's very true. That's really cool. Do you guys have any further questions? Well, where can everybody find you That's right. Okay. I have a brand new website. It's my name. Or you can type in intuitivewitchcraft.com or astrayataylor.com and you will see my page. And I have the handout that I give at all my classes is on there that has the formula. If you want to see that it's free, you do have to click on the page that says Intuitive Witchcraft, and there's a little button that has that. And you can print it out and keep it in your Book of Shadows if you like it. Mm-hmm. Neat. Very yeah. cool. And you also yeah. blog on Patheos. Yes. So what I is see. the name of your blog? It's Starlight Witch. Starlight Witch. Yes. I recommend it to everybody because she really is a wonderful writer and has a lot of good things to say. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for joining yeah, us for, today, for taking some time. Us this interview. Yep. And we look forward to reading your book. And we look forward to reading your book. Yeah, we'll probably be reviewing it on the podcast. That's here, so right, guys. So we look forward to that, you guys. Yep. yep. All right. Awesome. Thank right. you. Well, thank you.